Hello and welcome to Empress Podcast, a resource for intersectional feminists who want to change the world. My name's Chanel Peterson, my pronouns are she and her, and I'm so infinitely grateful to have you here listening today. How are you all? It is Tuesday, November 30th, which means that Thanksgiving has officially past. And I want to know, how did your Thanksgiving go? Did you have some tough conversations? Did you talk about political issues? We're going to we're going to dive deep into it. And uh, I'll tell you about how my Thanksgiving went. Uh, but for now, let's set the scene. I am currently at my apartment in Los Angeles, having a nice cup of chamomile tea. I've got a candle lit over here. And I just did all my laundry. I feel like my life is pretty put together. That's pretty fun. I like that that feeling. Um, I just posted an Instagram live where I did like a little period vlog. So I talked about how today I got my period while I was traveling from South Dakota to Denver to LA. And <laughs> my period, on the first two days of my period it is always so heavy. And it's it's the most emotional days for me. It is the most painful days for me, like cramps and my boobs are sore. And I was talking about this in the reel, and because I went to South Dakota, I received my first package from August, at It's August on Instagram. <gasps> ah, guys are in love. I love It's August. I love August so, so much. Um, I talk about this in the reel a little bit, but basically August is a um, lifestyle period brand um, that's reimagining pyramids, pyramids, periods, uh, because there's been so much shame and like hush hush quietness about um, people with uteruses bodies. And that's just that's that's not the vibe. How are we supposed to progress and become a better society if, if we're scared to talk about our bodies? Something so basic, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, so today was the first day that I actually shared my um, ambassador code. So I'm an August partner. And so if you go to itsaugust.co and use code Chanel10, S-H-A-N-E-L-L-10, uh, you get 10% off your subscription and I get 10% of the sale or whatever, just trying to be completely transparent, um, which is number one, I don't do sponsorships very often. Um, so you know that I love this company. I love August so much. Um, but number two, also, I shouldn't brag about not doing sponsorships because we love women and we love non-binary baddies, especially BIPOC uh, women and non-binary baddies getting money. We want women and non-binary people and BIPOC people to be getting money. And so it's a it's a bad flex. I shouldn't be all like I don't get I don't use sponsorships. I really should. 
Um, which is why at the end of all my podcast episodes, I talk about how, um, you know, I ask a question to all my interview guests. I say, how can we best support you? And I especially add, um, this is the time to plug any paid offerings. Um, because if I have somebody on this podcast, um, they, they know their stuff. Um, they're talking about anti-racism. They're talking about, um, transgender rights. They're talking about, uh, bisexual rights. They're talking about, you know, just really important things. And we need to compensate the people that are doing important work. But going back to Thanksgiving, I'm so proud that I had a fantastic Thanksgiving and I had deep, meaningful, conversations about important social issues with my conservative family and I didn't fight. I didn't fight. I'm so proud that even when things got edgy and uncomfortable, I didn't fight. And you know, my family is amazing. Um they are incredibly loving people. They are you know, I'm of the belief that before we incarnate here in the human experience that we choose our family, I can completely understand why I chose the family that I chose. Um, because they're so, they're beautiful souls and I'm grateful for my family. They're also a very conservative family and they've been through so much abuse. There's a lot of abuse, especially abuse of, of the women in my family. There's a lot of alcoholism in my family. So I understand. Oh, and there's also poverty in my family. So um, even though we do have white privilege, um, you know, growing up, I never had um, wealth privilege. And so all of these things kind of come together to create um, what my family believes. And I believe that it's my duty as a perfect person with white privilege to talk to my white family about, you know, dismantling white supremacy and things like that. And um, yeah, it, it did go well. We talked about really important issues. Um, I actually pulled up the Empress podcast episode with uh, Stephanie Big Eagle, where we talk about the true history of Thanksgiving and how, um, Basically, America is built on the theft of indigenous land and genocide of, of indigenous people. And how on Thanksgiving, we actually recognize, a lot of people actually recognize uh, National Day of Mourning because it, it, it's that devastating um, of a situation. And my family seemed to be pretty open to it. My grandma actually came up to me and she was talking to me about how, you know, I'm so happy that you, you brought this up. I had no idea. And this was the same grandma that last year I tried to bring up indigenous genocide and she was confused and she was like, there, there's no indigenous genocide. What are you talking about? So I just think that it goes to show that we, when we're talking to our families, you know, this obviously isn't universal advice, but but there are a lot of families like mine who are probably open to having the conversation um, and it's safe for a person to bring these conversational, com this top these topics up. Um, yeah, it's just important that we don't fight 
I, I know that I get insecure about my knowledge and my tendency is to get defensive and to argue and to fight, but that is not an effective way of making change. And something that first, also, I just can't wait Tomorrow, um, I have my third session with my BetterHelp therapist, not sponsored, but I'm really, really excited to tell my therapist that I didn't fight. She's going to be so proud of me. <laughs> when you're having hard, difficult conversations, remember that if you're talking about LGBTQ rights, if you're talking about anti-racism, if you are trying to look at the situation, um not through your eyes of privilege, but through the eyes of people who don't have privilege, you are coming to the conversation in the most loving uh, perspective. So you don't have to fight and push and be insecure about your knowledge um, because you're coming to the table with, with love, with light, and light doesn't need to force itself on darkness. You know what I'm saying? So you don't need to push the truth. The truth will be known. So I, I, I took a lot of comfort in, in realizing that. Like, I truly believe that I'm coming from the most loving, caring perspective. And I don't need to push and shove for the, the light and the love to be known. I hope, I, I hope that helps you. I hope that helps somebody who's listening. Over Thanksgiving, me and my family talked about um, indigenousness, anti-indigenousness. We talked about abortion, which that was a scary one for me. I was not wanting to go down that road, um, but it actually went a lot smoother than I was expecting. Um, which also, you know, talking to a family of white people, <laughs> my family, uh, I think that they are quite open to hearing facts about um, anti-blackness, anti-indigenousness, anti-LGBTQ, um, you know, facts and things like that. They're open to hearing the perspective. They don't like it when I kind of acknowledge that since we have privilege, we're the ones that need to like be paying attention to it and we are cause we are causing the problem. Um, but they are quite open to the facts and the discussion. So that's something that if you're having hard conversations, maybe that will help you. And we even watched King Richard, which is the film about Venus and Serena Williams starring Will Smith as uh, the, their dad. And that was a fantastic movie. I do highly recommend that. That was, I need to watch it again because I really enjoyed it. It was on HBO Max. I think it talked about a lot of important issues. It was not shy about talking about anti-blackness. It was not shy about talking about um, the role of, of poverty and things like that. And the final thing that I did want to bring up about my conversations um, on Thanksgiving is that I was actually most surprised um, that, you know, my family were, I, I noticed that they were whispering about quote unquote woman issues. So um, like, for instance, 
I brought up, uh, I was talking to my grandma about pregnancy and, and how, what child, like childbirth was like for her and things like that. Um, and we started talking about, okay, this is a new word for me. We started talking about ep is, uh, ep, ep, episodotomies, ep, I think I definitely got that word wrong. But basically, it's when doctors make a cut between the vagina and the anus. Didn't know that was a thing. My family would be whispering about these subjects quietly, like quietly in the house to make sure my partner Kishan couldn't hear, or we were at Applebee's eating dinner and whispering quietly so the booth next to us didn't hear it. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this whispering thing. And also my mom had mentioned like, instead of saying vagina, she was all like, she she used innuendos to like, not have to say the word. Like, I think she said your stuff or something. I'm like, tell me mom, what is your stuff? Like use your big girl words. Um, and, and cause we shouldn't use weird little innuendos. Just, just talk about bodily anatomy. There's nothing wrong with saying vagina. And, and, and I think I made a fantastic point to my grandma because I was like, I don't like, I, I said to her, I don't like that we're whispering about these issues. And she, she goes, well, you know, they're women's issues. They're private. And I'm like, no, I think that whispering about quote unquote woman's issues is perpetuating the narrative that women's issues aren't men issues and that's just not fault that that's not true like men need to be aware of periods and childbirth and things like that they they can't just be in the dark they can't be shy about these things because we need all hands on deck to actually make change in our world so i'll i'll, I'll round it back to you guys also i just want to say that I don't like saying guys. I'm really trying to transition into saying like beautiful people, beautiful souls, um, just because it's unnecessarily gendered to say guys. And why is guys, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a masculine word that is okay to use for everyone, which number one, not good for transgender individuals or non-binary individuals. Like it's, they could perhaps get very triggered by that language. And also, it's demeaning, in my opinion, to say guys is gender neutral. It's like being man is good. Being man is, is, is the default in the same way that, you know, whiteness is the default. Whiteness is invisible. Again, rounding it back to you, how did your Thanksgiving go? Did you have hard conversations? Did you get angry and blow up? Did you chicken out and not have any conversations? Now is the time to check in. And next Thanksgiving, try, try just try to be a little bit better. That's what I did this year. Last year, I tried to bring it up and I just didn't do the best job. This year I did a better job than last year and next year I'll do even better trying to dismantle the anti-indigenousness and colonization of Thanksgiving. But yeah, so slide into my DMs. How did Thanksgiving go for you all? Um, my Instagram is at Chanel Peterson Official, uh, S-H-A-N-E-L-L, -L, not like the bag, unfortunately. Although one day I will be more well known than a Chanel bag or more or a Chanel perfume. Um, but yeah, tell me how it went.
and I will see you in the next one. Bye everybody!